Ooh, red line. It's only a tiny podcast. Beginning. So, welcome back to Heard You Saw. We're in reduced form today. I am joined by the lovely EJ Lee with Sean Narber in the background. Give us a hey, Sean. Uh... <laughs> He's a hard-working boy right now. EJ and I just partook of a film that I am... Oh, God, so I love this film so much. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Red Line by Takeshi Koika. It's his feature film debut. It was the first film feature he'd ever made. That's obvious. Uh, EJ, can I get your one-line hot take of Red Line? Um, I feel like I was just beaten over the head with a kaleidoscope. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. I would say... If you've ever wondered what the um, cartoon show The Wacky Races would be like if it had been made in Japan, th this is the film for you. EJ, would you like to try and recount the plot? Fucking hell. <laughs> so, it's an interplanetary world yes, situation. In the far distant future, so yeah. the opening text crawl tells us. And a dude named JP Yes. Is Sweet JP is racing his nickname. in a race yes. called Yellow Line. Yes. And it is the qualifying race for Red Line. Yes. And he his mechanic friend Frisbee sabotages his car in order to win money. Yes. Because he's in deep with the mafia. Yes. Uh, so JP uh, loses but eventually qualifies anyway and also the winner is a girl named... Sonashi McLaren. Yep. Just for, for background, the reason that he qualifies is that the red line race has a secret location that isn't revealed until all the qualifiers are made known and they reveal it's going to be on the Secret military base Robo World, controlled by the Robo Empire in the M3 Nebula. And a lot of races are like, nah, they're just gonna try and murder us if we go there. I, I ain't down with that. So JP gets in through public votes thinking, yeah, he should have a go. And that's the, yeah. <laughs> that's so, the setup. So they go to Robo World, and uh, he soups up his car with some kind of. Uh, nitro engine. Yes. And has flashbacks to knowing childhood Sonashi. Yep, he and, and Sonashi knew each other when they were kids briefly. Kind of never really explained, but no. that's fine. Yeah, it's not what this movie's about. Uh, no. And then uh, there's like more reveals of like, oh, Frisbee's. Uh, also planning to throw the race by planting a bomb again. And there's a bunch of other racers and amazing soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack's so good. so good. Multiple characters have their yeah. own theme songs. Yeah. Like with full vocals. <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, eventually the race starts and they're racing and shit. And then Robo World's army is trying to kill everybody. And they set loose a... A bio-weapon called Funky Boy. That is correct. Who is alive, kind of, yep. and then they try to disintegrate him with some pyramids in, the, in space, and uh, they disintegrate him briefly, and then 
he comes back and then the general like is eaten by a squid and then <laughs> becomes a pink thing that fights with the disintegrated funky boy and then they explode <laughs> and that's never really explained and they win because they like hyper nitrous their car and then they explode and the machine man is like almost winning but then they uh, frisbee like detonates the car and then they win and they fly through the air as like the car disintegrates and their love holds them together and it's all very weird boom yeah that is that is actually considering that an awful lot happens in what is a very simple plot yeah that's a good recounting EJ what did you make of this movie I'd like to start by saying I don't like cartoons <laughs> This was a great movie to watch. I actually didn't mind this. I really could have done with more racing and less random shit. Yes. Like, Love Story didn't need that. Mafia plot didn't need that. Show me two hours of that race, I would have been, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, also, the dude in front of me was too tall. Oh, so no. I was really uncomfortable and I couldn't fully enjoy it. Oh shit, we should have moved. I should have just gotten the fucking booster seat. Like, I should have... I've done that before and it yeah, worked fine. Yeah, I oh. almost moved and then I was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> it's being comfortable. <laughs> um, I have a, a lot of love for this film. Um, Takeshi Koiker is a director. He cut his teeth. Um, the thing he's best known for in the West is one of the shorts in the Animatrix anthology. Uh, specifically, World Record. Um, which you may recall. Have you seen the Animatrix? Well, no. if you don't like animation, then... I have not. Yeah. No. Some of it is quite good. <laughs> Other I parts of it, you. less good. Much like the Matrix films. Yeah. Um, but he's very well known for his hyperkinetic visual style, wherein everything is moving. At all times. All, all the time. And it, but everything is also really, really detailed. Yeah, it's incredible, but also... You never know where anything is or what's <laughs> going on. Everything is always exploding or flying by at the speed of light. Or spinning really fast. Yeah, it's it's like absolute insanity for the entire film. It's like <laughs> relentless. I, I think one of the things I, I, I quite like about it is that it does a really good job of establishing the supporting cast, such as yes. they are, the other races, really quite well. Yeah. And it does a lot of stuff of TV shows within the movie. Yeah. So you have all, like, the um, race interviews with the different races, and they're all done in, like, a different style. So you have a couple of... You have Lynchman and Johnny Boyer, yeah. who are basically Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like, a pastiche thereof, but are also bounty hunters, and are also being paid by the race people to sabotage the hyperdimensional disintegration cannons yeah. in space. Um, and they have like a whole little thing where you see them being bounty hunters and stuff. You have the guy who's a hard-bitten police officer who's wanted for police brutality and is maybe having an affair with his secretary. It's all very weird. It's it's weird, but I it gives in the, a good way. It gives the characters a real sense of like three dimensionality. Yeah. Like I love that like Machine Head, <laughs> who's effectively the antagonist, I guess. Kind of. Like it's more them. You never want. You're never like rooting against him. No, he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, I'm like, 
If you want, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just his theme song's really dope. Yeah. Machine Head! It's so good. It's like a fucking 70s cop show. Yeah. But I love that in his interview, it's just him also holding, like, this really cute dog. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he has a dog. Oh, okay. This sort of contextualizes this character somewhat. Um, this movie is visually ridiculous. Yes. Not only in the sheer scope of it and, like, the colors. Oh, my God. It's so bright and mobile and just everything animates really really well yeah but it also was created almost exclusively with 2d animation yeah and they really tried hard to sort of not use 3d cgi because Takeshi Koika famously doesn't like that stuff that much so they used a lot of clever and new techniques to sort of compensate in elaborate 2d sequences so they came together in an effect to look like 3d so from an animation standpoint it's just like oh Oh, I see how you did all this, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, the plot is ridiculous. Like, it doesn't it doesn't need one? Yeah, like, it's it's a race. It's trying really hard to have like a plot, and sometimes, and I'm just like, if you just left it at this race, I'd be into it. If you just what threw all these boys at the camera, which yeah. is like they're going, and you're like cool. If you just like just did more stuff within the race itself. Mm. I was I would have been more okay with that rather than like in Act Two there's this like kind of like romance and stuff and you're just like I'm bored with this get me to the race <laughs> now. I quite I I think the romance while it is a little bit tacked on I mean it does do that thing of kind of zipping off into almost full on fantasy. Yes. Because right at the end like minus spoilers they well before I said they win I mean they're of course they're gonna fucking win. Yeah. Um their car is disintegrated and they're flying forward at like. A thousand billion miles an hour. Yeah. And then they cross the finish line, like, just flying themselves. Yeah. And you're like, well, they're, they're dead. Yeah. Like, that's it. a few it. times. Yeah. It's like, I mean, but they're, they're just themselves, like, yeah. flying along. Like, I think as, as the race continues, you get this more and more outlandish sense of unreality. Yeah. I mean, and there's literally, like, that princess who's a sub-character from one of the planets who can literally do magic. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, let's yep, go with this. Yep, rolling with I it. I guess that's rolling happening. Rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> the visual design of everything is really cool. Like, it, it evokes... Oh, God, so many things. Like, it does superhero stuff. The, like, the, the Trans Am that um, JP drives is, like, you know, a fucking 1970s-era American muscle car. Yeah, and um, he's, like, built, like, uh, Tron Travolta in Greece. Yep. That's his vibe. With the massive yeah. duck fit, what's it called, a duck bill hairstyle? Yeah, yeah. which is horrific. Oh, it's, he, he has his knife comb. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so ridiculous. And you have like the whole little subplot of like one of the racers used to be in the army and then he quit and then his mate from the army is coming to find him and is like trying to beat him up while crying because he's like, yeah. I wanted to go and race but I love the army too much. It's There's high so melodrama. There's so much going on. It's exactly it's but I think it's a, a testament to the pacing of the film that if anything like you said, the second act is definitely a bit of a sense of a lull, like in terms yeah. of the energy of it because the 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 races themselves of which there are two are super intense, yeah, and like once you're in them, you're like locked in for like what it's like the the third act is basically it's the all entire race. race yeah. yeah, and it's like a good 30 odd minutes. Yeah, at least 40. I yeah, think, 30, 40 yeah. minutes of just non stop action. Holy yeah. shit. Um, and so the lull is there. And like you say, you, they could easily have just made this, you know, one 
entire massive race. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that they managed to have a lot of good moments of, like, actual, like, quiet and contemplation and characters sort of not really doing anything. Like, I do quite like the scene where you just sort of see all the races, like, doing their own little thing and everything and, you know, giving that Mr. Cameron. Also, I really like when they're all getting into their cars... At the start of the race, they all have their own little rituals or whatever. Yeah. Like, the police guy opens up his police badge and, like, has a little picture of his mistress in there. And he's like, I love you. <laughs> Puts it away. Yeah. Was Like, he's a gorilla man as well. Just yeah. to throw that in there for the visual sure. components. <laughs> um, how much anime have you ever watched, DJ? I sense I not much. I watched Pokemon when I was eight. And I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was 11. And nothing since? No. Interesting. How do you feel coming back to the genre? Uh, it's more intense than I recall. <laughs> and more confusing. <laughs> yeah. Right. As we're only two, I suspect this may be a somewhat... This should be a short cast. A short cast. A little, little wee short cast. I yeah. think that's pretty good. May I steer you towards your final thoughts? My final thoughts are, I overall enjoyed the film. I really, really liked the music. It Soundtrack's was great. fucking great, and I want to look it up. Yeah. 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 Um, I make no secret of the fact that I love this movie. I'm disappointed in all of you, members of the crew. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, who, like, oh, I forgot. You forgot about Redline? Well, this is the most planned film we've ever had. I've really been pushing for this one to be, like, for a thing. For at least a month. Yeah. had this plan. I made this whole anime season. As a pretext for us to watch this film together. God damn it. Yeah. However, I do own it on Blu-ray, so I can certainly sit people down and force them to watch it if I yeah. want to. But you know what? Nah. You don't deserve it. You don't get it this time. Um, yeah, uh, my actual final thought, I really like this movie. It's a really interesting artifact of animation from the very early 2000s. Where you could, it's it's a first film, and you say it films like that, it feels like that. But also, I think it's because it's so much unfiltered. Like clearly, Takeshi Koike was like, I, I really want to make this kind of thing. Yeah. I want to make a cool race movie. Yeah, he did exactly that. I respect that. Yeah. Other things you should check out. He did. He also did the some of the new Lupin the Third movies. Um, people who know about anime will know what that is. Um, okay. Well, this was a short baby cast, but it's sometimes nice to have a little short baby cast. Yeah. Um, we will be back hopefully. With Quiet Place. That's next. That's the next one. And, yeah. it, and it really is this time. Because we lied on the horns cast. Yeah. We have lied twice. I'm sorry, Ted. We'll get it done. We'll see you next time. And drive your love into the stars. <laughs>